this week's episode of True Podcast. I'm your host, Drea. And I'm Alex. And this week we're reprising an old episode from season one that we promised would have a continuation and then we just kind of forgot about it. But it is from our old episode of Movies with the Worst Endings. And today we are doing TV shows with the worst endings. And if you guys tuned into that original episode, we did have my roommate on, Ryan Perez, and he is here with us again to give us his um, commentary. Ryan, you want to say hello? I am back. <laughs> oh my God. I'm really glad that you guys are in the same house and Ryan's internet is just going. That insane. was wild. I didn't, it was like talking to E.T. Wait, try, try saying something again, Ryan. I'm here. Uh, yeah. How are you? How is your Wi-Fi so crappy? We're on the same Wi-Fi and you're closer to the router. <laughs> this always happens. That's so weird. Okay, well, hopefully it like doesn't poop out as we continue on. But uh, thank you, Ryan, for joining us again. Uh, we're excited to have you. So let's move into our first little segment that we neglected to do last week, if you listened, but it's our week updates. Alex, how was your past week? So my past week was good. Um, so as most of you guys may remember, or probably forgotten because really who cares about what we do in real life? But um, I work at a school in an admission office and our application was due this past Friday. Mm -hmm. So like, I'm just coming off like the busiest week of my life last week. Like it was insane the amount of emails we had in just one week alone. It was, so now this week when things have calmed down because the application's already been due now, people aren't going as insane as so they are. are. So does that mean that you're not like, what, okay, what does that mean? Like, so that you you accepted everyone already or just your applications are done? The application was just due on Friday. Oh, okay, so now like, you have to do the acceptance. Right. Mm. Which is a beast in and of itself, but that's a whole different thing. So one thing that no one is going to care about, but I really care about because it was like the most exciting thing ever. Uh -huh. And I don't think that either of you two really play this because I think that there's only one switch in your household. But so Animal Crossing, right, you guys? Okay. And I like added like a new uh, house plot to my island. And literally the most popular villager in all of the game moved onto my island. What does that mean? So um, like, like, what is, I don't get it. Let me explain. <laughs> <Should I be laughs> is it a bad thing? Is no, it's great. So, huh? Is he evicting you? Like, does that mean that you have to be pushed out? Or like, I don't understand Animal Crossing. Okay, here's the it. thing. So your husband plays this game. So he should be here to understand this because he'd actually be like, oh, okay. Uh, so, and JT, shout out to JT. If you actually listen to the podcast, you'll understand what I mean too. So I just sold a plot of land on my island so a new villager can move in because you, you could have a max of 10 villagers on your island. Okay. The one that moved in, his name is Raymond. And he's a cat who has two different color eyes. Right, mom. Okay. And he's a, he's a fan favorite in the game, mostly because like he's really like into himself and whatever, and has like a cool guy vibe. Like, people have paid actual money to get him onto their island. Like he's a black market item. 
Wow. Yay for Alex. <laughs> he just randomly moved onto my island. I'm just kind of like, dang, man, this is like what everyone was trying to do on this game was get Raven on your island. That's and exciting. he just randomly I mean, came to mine. I feel like I have not kept up with the whole Animal Crossing like community. Like the last thing that I remember hearing about was like, oh, I got to catch more tarantulas. Like that was like the last thing I know about Animal Crossing. I spent Other a solid excited for you. I spent a solid two weeks creating a rock garden on my island because okay. this is not something you're going to understand. So like there's naturally like rocks spawning on your island. And if you hit them, like items come out, mm-hmm. like money and just like resources. Sure. And you can break the rock if like you eat like a piece of fruit and like you get super strength basically from it. Then you could hit a rock and it'll break and then it will spawn somewhere else the next day. So okay. like... I placed mannequins over like every inch of my island to get the rocks to spawn in the places I wanted them to. Seems so like, like a- create a rock garden and it took like almost two and a half weeks. And what's the purpose of a rock garden? Just to be avant-garde? Well, to have all your rocks right next to each other so it's really easy to farm materials. Oh, all right then. Because I'd be too lazy to do it otherwise because I'd have to run all the way around my island to go find each rock. I'm sure that all of our listeners who actually play Animal Crossing are just like, man, that's so cool. But I'm just like, uh, okay. <laughs> like, <laughs> Anyway, so that's just me. Okay. <laughs> Thank you for that update. Ryan, how was your week? Do I still sound weird? Do I sound- uh, no. no, you sound pretty good. Okay, perfect. Uh, my week's been cool. Um, I, I, we recently started back up school again. And so uh, I was telling you guys, I was telling Dre earlier, I was like, I already have a bunch of kids not doing their assignments. And that's my life. And Alex, <laughs> I had no idea what you were talking about. When I came <laughs> no idea. Uh, I recently that. got back into Attack on Titan. And by recently, I mean, last night, I was like, <laughs> I watched season three. And I didn't go to bed till like two o'clock in the morning because I was just like binging it. That's and, not uh, true. You literally just told me that you didn't go to, to sleep until two o'clock in the morning because you're watching the Night Stalker. That too. So I started off watching the Night Stalker and then I started watching Attack on Titan because okay, I was fine. still awake. And I okay, was just fine. like- It tracks. Yeah. And so uh, I was just like, cool. And so I'm into that right now, but I don't have the dub because I, I have adult things to do and I can't be bothered to watch subs <laughs> and read them right now. And uh, I don't know. I wish I had a cool Animal Crossing story, but I don't play Animal Crossing. I never got the point of it. I don't like being in debt in a fake game, nor do I like being in debt in real life. So I don't know. <laughs> I like it's too triggering. <laughs> it is. It's very triggering. Um, I've been planning doing a stand-up kind of special in my friend's backyard with like him and three other people. Uh, so we've been talking about that and so that's, that's exciting fun. I haven't that's heard about that I did see on your Facebook you were like you posted something like oh I think I'm getting back into stand-up and I was like ooh yeah I'm just aiming to offend everybody just equally <laughs> okay and sounds good I think you just need equality right now and that's I feel the only that. way I know how to bring it <laughs> <laughs> just yeah, offending it. everyone equally that's funny I got a rabbit's foot I got a rabbit's foot recently so that's cool that's fun in my yeah. house? Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know if I approve this. I don't think that's in the house rules. I don't think we approve rabbit's feet. Oh, God. Oh, yes. I hate it. Don't you guys remember when that was like a really big thing like 15 years ago? 
No. Like, I remember, like, all my cousins in Idaho, like, had different colored rabbit's feet, and it's kind of, like, low-key jealous at the time, but now I'm just kind of like, I really don't need that. I'm cool. I've never, like, I do not remember this being a thing. Well, that's cool, Ryan. Hate that that's in my house, but very fun. Um, For me, I'm kind of, like, a mix of you guys because like Alex I've been watching my husband play a video game recently and that's been Portal the original Portal Portal's dope he's never played it and just recently I came into um acquiring well not acquiring I'm borrowing but a Xbox 360 one that actually works still Amazing because that's like the worst gaming system in the history of gaming systems and so my friend lent it to me and I'm just like holy moly because all of my games like all of my like old games are all for the Xbox 360 because as Alex knows I used to have an Xbox 360 which was a piece of garbage but yeah and so we've been spending like the past couple weeks just like binging old video games and so Aaron's never played Portal and I have Portal 2 and so I was like well if you want to play Portal 2 you got to play Portal 1 and so he's just now at the final level and he's finally understanding why the cake is a lie. Cause I kept on being like, the, the cake, cake is a lie. <laughs> yeah, literally. I was like, don't believe her. The cake's a lie. And the whole time he's just like, I don't get it. I don't understand what you're saying. And finally today I came home and he's just like, I understand it now. <laughs> okay. So is the turret song in the first or the second one? The second, second one. one. I think it's the second one. I think that the turrets are the cutest things that I've ever seen. I love yeah, the turret so much. They're cute. Portal's such a good game. But anyway, so yeah, I've been, I've been watching him play Portal. He's almost done. Um, and then on the flip side, I actually, so yesterday, me and Alex were supposed to film this um, podcast, right. but I had to cancel because I had made plans prior in the week with my friend from Whittier and our, and Alex will be actually happy about this, but our plans were to watch um, some episodes of The Promised Neverland together. I was going to ask you and yell at you if you hadn't watched it yet. No, so I'm on episode five and I have to wait because we have to watch episode five together. Um, but I got to say, I am intrigued. The plot twist, well, I guess I shouldn't say anything in the event that someone wants to watch it, but there's a plot twist at the end of episode four that really had me like, whoa, I really thought it was going to go a different way. And this took me by surprise. We're going to have to talk about it once you stop recording on this, because I instantaneously want to just talk about it. So we'll, sure. we'll talk oh, about that. Later. Is that the, sh- the show about the anime orphans? Yeah. Yes. Okay. I heard about that. Yeah, it's pretty good. And actually, so my friend Robert, who I'm watching it with, he's a big anime. Per- that the reason I'm watching it with him is because he's a big anime person. And he never right. seen it. And I was like, well, my friend wants me to watch it, so let's watch it together. Da 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 da. Whatever. Um, and he was showing me this website called, like, My Anime List. Yeah. Yeah, and so it's like this website where like you can look up a bunch of animes and see like their ratings and then you can like make a list of the animes you've watched. And so we were like falling down a hole yesterday of like looking at the ratings of our favorite animes. And I'm happy to report that all the animes that I like are at least a seven. So I think that's pretty good. I feel like that's probably a pretty short list though, isn't it? That's rude, Alex. <laughs> I feel I have to agree with Alex. I, I see like a short list. I mean what what constitutes a short list? There's like seven. Is that a short list? That's a yes. short list. In anime terms, yeah, that's a short list. Okay, well screw you guys. I'm trying. <laughs> well I'm glad that you're watching my promise Neverland because it's been weeks since I told you to watch it. 
Okay, well, I've been busy. I was watching uh, The Night Stalker. <laughs> have you seen The Night Stalker, Alex? I'm not. I have no idea what you're talking about. Oh my gosh, it just came out on Netflix and I cannot recommend it higher. It is about The Night Stalker, which occurred in the San Gabriel Valley with like in the 80s. Like my parents lived through it, like they remember it. Um, and he's like a serial killer who was just like rampaging our, like where we live. Like he was hitting all this area, like Arcadia, Monrovia, Chino, not Chino, um, Whittier, <laughs> Diamond Bar, like this whole like San Gabriel area. And it's just like chilling and so interesting. And the way they caught him was so good. And it's a limited series. It's only four episodes. So it's so watchable. Highly recommend it. I'll put it on my list because during the day I'm rewatching Wintry Hill and in the evening I'm plugging through Clone Wars. Okay, well. I finally got to a point where Clone Wars started to get interesting to me. So it's making my siblings happy. <laughs> so well, I need to keep watching it. <laughs> okay, well, if you have time, I highly recommend Night Stalker. Ryan just watched it also. And I think he liked it. I loved it. Yeah, it was really good. It was really good. And especially because it hits so close to home because it's literally in our backyard that this happened. Mm. So anyway, let's move into the topic at hand today, which as I mentioned prior, we are discussing the TV shows that we feel have the absolute worst endings. And so the first one that we have on our list is one that I think all three of us mutually, well, Ryan, I actually don't know if you watch this, but I'm pretty sure you did. But it's one that I think all three of us mutually will agree is like one of the all time worst TV show endings. And that mm-hmm. is How I Met Your Mother. Take it away. <laughs> Someone. Anyway. Okay. I, go I hated home. it. Yeah, go. yeah. It was the worst to... thing ever. Yeah. Yeah. It, it is. The, it's such a slap in the face. Yeah. It's such a strong cast, such a strong show, so much growth to be like, you know what? We don't need a good ending. Let's just ruin everything. The thing is that like I read somewhere or like I heard somewhere that they wrote the last episode like at the same time that they wrote the first season and something tells me that that's not a good idea. (laughs) Like in any situation for any show, writing the last episode when you're barely starting the show, I feel like isn't a good idea. Well, I kind of, I kind of feel like that tracks though because the kids were the same age in the last episode right as they were in the beginning so they'd have to film that basically at the same time yeah makes sense I mean it makes sense logistically but it doesn't make sense for like giving us a good time (laughs) if that makes sense I I think they didn't think they were gonna go as long as they did maybe they had a set plan of just like this is how the show's gonna go and then it got really popular and they're like right how many seasons was it like eight it was nine, nine. It was nine, something eight or nine, something like that. And you be just became one of the most popular things in the world, and for a little while. And I don't think they like kind of were ready for that. And they're like, let's just have all this character growth. And oh yeah, we still have to hit this ending. Like that last episode just feels like, oh, we have to we have to wrap this all up right, right. now. Mm-hmm. Well, so I feel like you know because of the title, of, like this whole podcast and whatever. We just, we can get into, I think, the finer points of what happened during the last episode of this, Mm -hmm. because, spoiler alert, you know, they killed off the mother that we've been waiting for, for years. Yeah, literally. Killed her off after just meeting her, like, a few episodes before, even, because, like, Mm -hmm. I think that everyone felt, like, watching the beginning of the last season, like, what are we doing? I feel like we're kind of wasting time on lukewarm plot here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then finally getting to the end, they meet. 
whirlwind they kind of have a life together she dies and then he's just like well jokes on you kids i'm actually still in Tyrion robin right which just like makes like it disgusting to me like they're trying to portray them having this really beautiful loving life together until she like ultimately dies of like a disease and then like a hot skip and a jump away he's just like well peace out like bz i'm jumping into robin's pants you know like it just it makes it feel not nice you know what i mean like does that make sense yeah, but what makes it worse to me is that it's like the kids who say, just like, oh, well, wasn't this story just about Aunt Robin? Yeah, like, yeah, they like, if the kids at the end, they're just like, wait, like, why aren't you with her? Like, Aunt Robin makes you so happy to, you know, like, they're all for her. I'm just like, yeah, right. If my mom just died, I'd be like, dad, you're never remarrying ever again. Right? <laughs> like, maybe if you, like, maybe when I'm an adult and I'm like, you know, a few years down the road and I see he's unhappy alone and stuff, maybe they're like, okay, dad, like, let's figure out something. But like, you know, soon after for a while, I would be like, uh-uh, that's not happening. I think what upsets me so much about the final episode is that they spend like basically an entire season on a wedding. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That yeah, doesn't mean anything. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it's like, why, why not just make this a two episode special? So when we get here and this is what you really want to do, it's not, doesn't feel like a big waste of time right 100 but to your point exactly ryan is like i feel like the entire show now feels like a waste of time to me yes because ultimately it's like okay we're gonna see all this character growth we're gonna see like barney go from being this like womanizer to being someone who's loving and like robin going from like this free spirit to like being tied down and like you know like lily and marshall you know just like all of the growth that they had which ultimately i guess they didn't really change too much so fine and then like ted and everything and ultimately it's all unraveled so why are we even watching it just to know that at the end they're just going to be the same exact way that they started off yeah no so yeah so like the thing was is that the whole last season like happened during my sophomore year of college I think Drea I don't know what what point you were at because you graduated a year before me so if you were in some weird hybrid year Mm -hmm. like time but it was sophomore year of college and I was basically like forced into creating a like my floors like event for this like every Monday because I believe it was on a Monday we'd get together like our our end of the hall would get together to watch this which is really just my roommates and like Chris and stuff Mm -hmm. and people like they were so upset about the ending they were like crying like Tyler I'm pretty sure cried oh my gosh like that's that's excessive but like I feel you I didn't cry but like I get it I was upset too I was pretty I was pretty ticked off because I'm just kind of like, I, the thing I hated most was Robin and Ted together. Oh, like, I was pr- I was pretty, like, shipping Robin and Barney. Barney? Yeah. Like, I was just like, I like this. I like the growth that they made together. It makes sense to me. I'm willing to buy into it. And then all of a sudden, it's just like, screw you guys, apparently. So let me ask you guys this. What do you feel like would be the appropriate ending for this show? The mom not dying. Okay, but like, so you think, but like, then what? You know, it's just like, they get married, the end? Like, they just live forever and ever, happy ever after? (laughs) Well, I'll give my opinion (laughs) if you guys need to No, I was just trying not to make a really messed up joke. I'm trying to censor myself a little bit. (laughs) Um, (laughs) 
no i i think like i think there's just so much more wrong with that last episode than just them not ending up together i can do that like i could do the whole like okay the mother's gonna die like if you would have introduced her sooner and mm-hmm. we could spend more time with her instead of a montage which i mm-hmm. hate i hate montages and things um and like the whole like Barney and Robin thing, I think they would have stayed together or at least like had some very difficult, like there's a lot of room to have a like real adult conversation about how relationships work, how they fail, but you can still learn from them and grow from them. Instead mm-hmm. of Barney just like, I'm a playboy again. Oh, here's a child. I got to be an adult. Like, <laughs> like I know people who find a child and they're playboys and they're like, all right, cool. Like I have a kid now, but I'm still going to do the same stuff. Like, yeah. I don't, I don't know if that's the answer, but, like, I, I don't know, like, if the mother would have died, I think, like, there could even be a place for, like, Ted to be like, I, I don't mind being by myself anymore, like, I did find right. the love of my life, like, that's okay, because I feel like Ted, Ted, like, I related to a lot with Ted, where it's like, oh, like, especially in that part of my life, where I was just like, I'm gonna find this, this, and that, and I think it would have been a much beautiful, much more beautiful message of, I'm okay by myself. I have my kids. I, I had the love of my life and I always will. Not instead of I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go sleep with your aunt. So uh, Yeah. That's a really good that. point, actually. Like that would have been like a proper like a proper goodbye to the show and like a proper like tying it all together of Ted's finally grown out of being like a hoe a little bit. Totally. I like 100 I'm glad that you said that, Ryan, because that's actually how that's exactly what I thought. like should have been the ending for the movie like I feel like they had they should have had three images of what a healthy relationship could be like one the Lily Marshall like they're just together they're happy they're in love they have kids perfect life nuclear family and then Ted and Robin you know like they went through so much adversity they really try to make it work and ultimately at the end like they ended up going separate ways they're still happy they're living their own lives and like you know they learn from it and then you the mean whole, Barney like, and Robin? Oh yeah, sorry, Barney and Robin. God, <laughs> yeah, Barney and Robin. And then the whole like Ted and what is her name even? We didn't Tracy. Even, Tracy. We didn't even spend enough time for her name to register in my brain. Her name Anyways. is Tracy. <laughs> yeah, and then the whole like Ted and Tracy and showing how like love doesn't necessarily have to be like in the living. You know, like love can go past the grave. You know, you say like till death do us part, but like ultimately that person's soul, their energy is still with you many times. And I feel like that'd be such a perfect way to end it to like show like those typecasted relationships in the three different ways, you know? Instead they had to like totally screw it up. But I think that would have been a really good ending. Yeah, I agree. (laughs) Any other thoughts before we move on to the next uh, bad ending? Nope, there's nothing really more to say about how horrible the ending of How I Met Your Mother was. We cannot, like, you know, just point this, like, I, this whole, like, idea that How I Met Your Mother ended so terribly out enough, but yet I feel like it's been overdone because everyone just collectively knows how bad it is. It's been, like, six or seven years, and I'm still mad about it. Totally. I, I think there's nothing wrong with a TV show having a bad ending, but I think with this show especially it just feels like a huge waste of time because i don't think every mm-hmm. tv show that does that feels like yeah. a waste of time there's still stuff you can enjoy in it but when the whole purpose of the show is that like climactic point mm-hmm. and you are able to taint the whole journey that's that's like saying something about your ending there's right. one other show i was thinking about today that does that but we'll get to that later okay yeah um yeah, Ryan, I totally agree. Like, I feel like I can't really watch it any. Like, I can't rewatch How Much Your Mother because I just feel right. like. Ugh. 
like I yeah. really know it's gonna end. It's not fun to rewatch it. So yeah, right. thank you for that. Um, okay, so the next TV show that is on here, which breaks my heart because this is arguably one of my all-time favorite shows in the history of like TV. Gotta comedy. love it. Gotta love it. Scrubs. Scrubs. Kill me. Kill me. Scrubs. I literally when you when you texted me about this, I literally responded. Scrubs. <laughs> like Scrubs. <laughs> literally, and it's it's so heartbreaking Ugh. because the. The show before they reprised it with season nine is so beautifully done. I feel like every single episode I love wholeheartedly. Wept. I like sobbed during the season eight finale. Like, oh my God. Yes. That is, I think that that's probably my all time favorite finale for any show I've seen. Because I agree with that. It hits you in your feels like that. I know Ryan said in like, literally moments ago that he hates montages <laughs> and anything that ever comes with montages but that ending montage where like he's seeing the what could be in his future is so freaking beautiful and the song that they put with it too i'm just kind of like my heart that is scrubs is the exception to that rule there are a few but when they're playing <laughs> book of love by peter gabriel and showing like yeah the wedding and all that stuff yeah. if you haven't seen scrubs we're gonna spoil it for you because it's not a oh big time it's not show. like it's a new show yeah uh but i i love it so much and that scene where he's like walking through the hall and he sees everybody yeah, yeah. Oh. oh so good right before he gets oh to that screen where he sees like the future i was like this is great and they're like we're bringing it back i was like why <laughs> yeah why would you do this why? well the thing is i was actually when because i didn't watch scrubs like when it was originally airing i like watched it after the fact um and so when i ended season eight and i was like wait a second there's a season nine i was legitimately excited because i was so sad like that last episode i was like oh my god like my favorite characters and this is this and i was like legitimately like oh my god like let's watch this i'm so excited and then i put it on and i was like turn it off <laughs> Ugh, yeah, I mean, because the, the whole thing, and if for those of you who don't know, the whole thing with season nine is that it's JD and like other people, basically like the hospitals turn into also like a medical school. Yeah, it's so like, like there's kind yeah. of like a passing of the tor- torch to like different characters as well. So like JD is still a big part of it. And I think Turk's still a big part of it too. But like other characters aren't like Sarah Chalk doesn't really come back. I yeah. don't think that Carla is really there either. Yeah, and I'm not even sure it got a full like season. Did it? Did season honestly, nine get a full run? I honestly don't remember. They, they they got a final. I remember like them bringing back like Baker cast members, but it's it's uh, luckily I don't think it's one of those endings that ruins the rest of the show because it's, it's like yeah, yeah. it's, it's separate own season. So you're like, mm-hmm. we could just act like this doesn't exist. Yeah, totally. and mm-hmm. I feel like. Scrubs was so legendary in the sense of like it stayed so good for so long like I kind of felt like it got a little bit weaker there towards the end but they really finished its pay relax a little bit weaker where it's not as hilariously funny what makes you say that though I feel like my favorite episodes are like towards the end I'm not saying that they were bad I'm not at all saying they're bad because I love Scrubs the janitor's that- wedding like that two-parter <laughs> episode is my all-time favorite like so good like the whole like bahama mama with dr kelso yeah oh my gosh it's classic but anyway the point being is that the rest of the show kind of stands on its own in the way that like you want to rewatch it still yeah definitely and like we i mean i have don't listen to it as much but like dre and i both know that we listen to the uh, fake doctors real friends podcast 
and it's hysterical them like going over like all these episodes it's so funny and it makes you want to watch it again Oh, 100. I actually like have been like, I'm, well, I'm a little bit ahead. I was trying to watch the episodes with the podcast so that I can like, mm-hmm. you know, do it with each other. But then I'm so right. bad at that. So I'm like a little bit ahead of it. But funny you bring that up because I was going to say how they've mentioned in one of their episodes, the last season, season nine, and they've kind of talked about it a little bit and how originally they were planning to do this kind of like Kind of like what you were saying, Alex, with the passing of the torch. Like they wanted JD or they wanted Zach Braff to be in it in the very beginning to be like, oh, like remember Zach Braff. And then he was eventually going to be like phased out. And you're supposed to feel like the main character, the blonde girl, was like the new JD. Right. Yeah. And I feel like that is just an outlandish thought that they that they thought that they could do you know because like there's no way that after seeing eight seasons of our favorite character jd we're just gonna accept that like oh this is the new jd this girl you know i think that this is the perfect example of something that people i think that you know showrunners fall into a lot is like one just don't fix what ain't broke Mm -hmm. like there's nothing wrong with just like wrapping up your success with you know a whole story Mm -hmm. and just leaving it there and not ruining it afterwards like don't get greedy don't try to capitalize on it too much like I think that the longer something goes on and like this goes with movies as well like the more sequels you have you know Mm -hmm. the higher the chances of it sucking yeah 100 like to the I think the best way to exemplify that point is with the the show Shits Creek and how like they chose to end it like they could they could have gone on to more seasons and they chose to end it at season six even though everyone was like no like we need more episodes we need more seasons but they were just like no 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 like we don't want to drag out a good thing exactly what you're saying and like honestly after watching that show and after like seeing the ending I'm just like no they made such a good idea to just cut it like cut cut it here not get any worse and in a high note and I feel like Scrubs maybe they felt because I don't feel like Scrubs got as much notoriety as they have now like when they were airing because I mean they were airing during the same time that Friends was airing and so it's like impossible that they would have been like such a big show in comparison to Friends and like that's something that they actually talked about on the podcast how like there was like a period of time where they were given the slot to come on after Friends right and it was like a really big deal because it's like whatever you have the biggest like viewing and there's like this I think I guess there's like this rule of thumb in TV where you have to hold at least like a certain percentage of the previous show's viewage to keep that slot. Yeah. And so I guess like there it was impossible for any show to ever keep it. So like they constantly right. was like being like filtered out and they're just like even though our show was like so amazing, like there's no way. There's no way that you can compete with friends. And I feel like because of that reason they didn't necessarily get like the hype that they deserved and maybe that's why like after the fact after they ended and everyone's now being like oh my god scrubs is so good this episode blah, 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 blah. maybe that's why like well let's bring it back you know like now we're getting the hype like that's my thought process through maybe why they did the last season maybe i don't know i don't the know only, the, the only memorable thing like in all of season nine for me is i don't know if you remember this dre but like one of our mutual friends is really into doing this weird mouth noise that uh, I saw. Yeah. That one? Yeah. Uh, and <laughs> all the listeners all the listeners are like, nope, I'm out. <laughs> and Dave Franco, because he's on the show, Dave Franco actually like does that 
on the show and like mm-hmm. I filmed it once like when I was watching it like in the dark <laughs> I filmed it and I tagged him in it I tagged so our funny. it's like it's everywhere yeah, I was that's... I was really mad at it like when he started doing that I'm just like why why do you need yeah. to make this noise not great it started becoming a thing but anyway that's the only thing I really remember from it I don't really remember anything the only thing I remember really was what you said Dave Franco wasn't it the end yeah, so. And also there's there's also like the main the main like bad boy or whatever. He is in an episode of Brooklyn Nine-Nine. <laughs> That's all I know. I remember thinking he was pretty cute. Really? Like watching that season. Yeah. Well, he's in an episode of Brooklyn Nine-Nine. So I guess you got to watch it. Okay. So quick sidebar, because I think mm-hmm. that you, Dre, would find this to be really funny. So mm-hmm. one thing you listeners should know is that for a while now, Dre has been trying to get me to watch Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Mm -hmm. which I have watched some episodes with her and I do concede that it is funny even Mm -hmm. though I don't generally like Andy Samberg right I will concede that it is funny and it is the funniest part about the situation is is that I mentioned it like offhand like to my older brother Mm -hmm. and him and his wife started watching it oh really talked about it so now they've been watching it oh god and now you have it uh do they love it yeah, they think it's pretty funny. It's so funny. And like, I feel like the, one of the main reasons that Alex was so reluctant to watch it is because Andy Samberg. And in the beginning episodes, Andy Samberg is very Andy Samberg. And I keep telling her, I'm just like, as the seasons go on, he matures, he becomes like a different person. You've got to keep with it. And she's just like, but he's so annoying. Just got to stick with it. But yeah, so. Anyway, sorry, we went on a tangent. Okay, let's move back to our topic at hand. So yes, yeah, Scrubs breaks my heart. The next one I have on here is Community. Have you watched Community, Ryan? Yeah, he I love Community, has. except the one season that <laughs> calls the gas leak season. Which season are you mentioning? Uh, it's the second to last season. Oh, the um, second to last season. Is that the one yeah. when um, like they kill off Chevy Chase and whatnot? Uh, no, I think that's still the Dan Harmon season. Um, which is understandable why they got rid of Chevy Chase. There was a lot yeah, of- I, I mean, yeah, Chevy Chase was problematic. Yeah. But like when, for me, it was more when, um, what's his face, Donald Glover left. That's when I like was like, checked out. Yeah, it- I, I think the show's writing was still strong. Besides that one season, I think in the last season, it's fine. It's not memorable, which I think it does deserve to be on this list mm-hmm. just for that, for being such a strong show until mm-hmm. the end. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't. I don't know. I I don't. I don't know what really happened. I can't tell you. I just remember like the last scene of the finale. But that's about it. To be one hundred percent transparent, I actually haven't seen the ending of the show because I really liked it. And once Donald Glover left, and once it killed off Chevy Chase, I was just so mentally over it, and I just was like, I don't want to watch it anymore. Yeah, it was really the same sort of situation for me. I think I left around the same time that Drea did. And like, it was my entire household jumped off the show at once. Really? Oh, God. Because we were all watching it together. Mm -hmm. Like, that was one of the things that we had recording and we would watch together. And then basically around the time Pierce died and when uh, Donald Glover left, that it was just kind of like, it got kind of boring. It felt a little just dry. Yeah, totally. We all lost interest. Every single one of us, we stopped. Yeah, so I don't even know, like, when Ryan's saying, like, oh, the last season, like, the last episode, this is, I'm like, I don't even know what happened in it, dude. I didn't watch it. And I think it deserves to be on this list. I mean, for at least me and Drea, the ones who haven't actually finished watching it, because it did start so strong, and it was so funny in the beginning. And I really thought that Joel McHale is really funny. 
Oh, but yeah, yeah I used totally. to watch The Soup, like, when he hosted that show on mm-hmm. E, I think it was. So it was funny. so funny. I loved The Soup. Yeah. Joe McHale, he, he was recently on an episode of Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, the celebrity edition, and he yeah. is so funny, just, like, not, not, like, trying to be funny, like, just him being a person is so funny. Yeah. And I love him, and that's why, like, it's just, like, so, like, a bummer, because I feel like okay in addition to like Joe Bacale like obviously they also had like Donald Glover they had Chevy Chase they also had what's his face um the guy from the hangover or not he's not from the hangover Ken what's his name yeah. Ken Jung Ken Jung yeah and yeah. isn't he in the hangover is he in the hangover yeah, he is. is okay yeah, yeah I'm like I haven't seen the hangover in a minute but yeah like they had him they had so many like big actors and I and there's some episodes in that show that I feel like to this day are just like so genius like the one where they do the alternate like timelines or whatever like the darkest timeline or whatever that episode I feel like is so ingeniously done and it bums me out that I wasn't able to finish the series you know like it's not every day that I can say like this is such a funny show and yet I can't finish the series I I think where the series finale does succeed at for that show is that it, it does embrace the idea that this is a parody of sitcoms on tv and it really does embrace that in the series finale, which mm-hmm. that's probably one of the main reasons it's worth watching. I mean, it's definitely not as strong as the rest of the show. I mean, without a lot of the characters not there, but what they are able to do with it, it's good. I mean, you know, I mean, the show did face a lot of like road bumps and stuff like that. I mean, like, what do you mean? Like in terms of with being like Donald Glover or what? not wanting to really act anymore and just focus on music for a while. Mm-hmm. Like that wasn't anything Dan Harmon could do anything about. Right, like, it's understandable right. where it's like, yeah, of course it's not going to be as strong. Once again, I do believe it deserves to be on this list. Mm-hmm. But like at the same time, I could understand where it's like, this isn't fully your fault. This last season's not the greatest thing. Yeah, I can see that. Like, I, I know that like the reason Donald Glover wasn't like him leaving wasn't because, you know, the show did something wrong but still it's like oh like up his like contract money or something <laughs> like he was, he was my favorite character he was one of the funniest characters like troy and abed were like a super hilarious duo yeah like me and aaron always say that too we're always just like troy and abed in the morning like we always say <laughs> so good but yeah real bummer any other comments you guys Nah. no Okay, well, in that case, let's move on here. So the next show, and I feel like this show, I have a lot of similar commentary as community for this one, is The Office. Yeah, bro. I mean, I hear that, it, like, people really are die hard about you need to watch this till the end, and I just can't. Yeah, I've heard that a lot, too. And because I can't watch it to the end, I looked up, like, what happens in the last episode, because I was just like, what is so great? that everyone is making a big deal about it and I do have to admit it does sound cute so in the last episode like Mike it's like some I don't even remember but like there's a part with like Michael Scott coming back and like Pam sees him and they have this whole like moment with each other of like him being like I'm proud of you and it's kind of like this daughter like father kind of like figure like energy and that sounds cute and I feel like I would be open to watching the last episode but like Alex like I also couldn't make it to the end. So I should say that I really did like it. I thought that Michael Scott was the most annoying character ever. Like, he really bothered me, like, quite a bit. But that's just because, like, I don't generally like really dumb characters. Like, characters mm-hmm. that just are, you know, play, you know, someone who's dumb. 
which isn't you know Steve Carell's fault like that just was the character that it was and Michael did actually have a lot of funny moments but for the most part he was really annoying to me yeah and it got kind of weird for me like when they brought um like when it changed into like saber printers yeah totally like it just I felt like the caliber of episodes just went down in this weird way like and I attribute that to like I kind of started losing interest after Jim and Pam had their first baby because that's I feel like when it kind of transitioned a little bit into the saber printer like arc and I think like there was a character named Johnny California on there for a little while and he was kind of weird to me as well and I'm just kind of like it wasn't as funny to me afterwards because there are really funny like parts of it. And like just the other day, my older brother sent me and my twin brother like this never before seen like cold open that NBC like released okay. that like was Dwight, like, you know, Jim pulling a prank on Dwight. And it was like this whole like matrix thing. And it was so funny. I'll have to send you the link because it was really so funny. And it reminds you how funny that show could be. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of disappointing to me when like they took it in a weird direction that I just like, I lost interest just how I did in community yeah totally I agree like I also couldn't stand Michael's character the entire show like as I was watching it like I liked all the characters and every single time that Michael opened his mouth I was just like shut (laughs) up and it was just like really amazing to me though because the second that his character left I was like wait like it's something's wrong like it's not the right energy like I was like bring him back you know like I hated him and yet I was just like I can't watch this show without Michael in it yeah, yeah it was weird how about you Ryan what do you thought or what are your uh, thoughts I'm, I'm somebody I'm like not crazy about the office I do have a fond place in my heart for it I do think the first season's one of the worst seasons of the show <laughs> and all those other seasons without Michael are pretty bad as well there's mm-hmm. some okay moments in those seasons I think the series, I think it's like the reverse for me, where it's like the series as a whole isn't always strong, but the series finale is very strong. Mm-hmm. I absolutely loved it. I thought it was really funny and cute and heartfelt. And you really do get to see these characters grow. I think like that's the only reason to push through it at times is like, okay, yeah. I just want to get the, the payoff. That's everyone's, I- that's everyone's commentary on it. I can imagine because from what I've heard about the last episode, you know, with Dwight getting married to Angela finally and Michael coming back. And then I'm pretty sure that like, that's the point where like Jim, like as a present to Pam, like brings out a compilation of like all their moments from like the documentary. That was pretty cute, actually. Especially I mean, since I haven't had- seen it, so <laughs> I'm just like... Yeah. Like they, they, and one thing that I also didn't want to watch that I heard about is that they end up like at some point having like marital problems where like yeah. it looks like they might get divorced. And I'm just like, you cannot divorce Jim and Pam. Yeah. And like break my heart that way. Like I, I did didn't want that. to even see it. I actually just, this is a little side comment really fast, but I just read an article that was just like some of the most problematic male characters that everyone loves, but like is actually like not good and what the first one on there was Jim Halpert and I was like yeah and I was like what but I love Jim and I read it and I was like oh god I think they're right (laughs) and they're like making all these points of like how he's just like one he was like going out constantly pursuing a girl who's engaged to like every single time that he made a decision like Pam would be like don't do it and he would just do it 
three, like he spent all his days, like just messing with his coworkers, like not focusing on his work, just being a distraction. And they kept on pointing out all these things. And I was just like, oh God, they're kind of right. <laughs> but yeah, I'm with you also, because I was like very much shipping Jim and Pam. And so I was like, I don't want to see them break up. Yeah. Like, I am not ready for another Ross and Rachel, like, debacle. Oh, for real. Yeah. But yeah. I I definitely am with you, though, Ryan, the comment you made earlier and how, like, you don't necessarily love The Office. Like, I know a lot of people, like, a lot of my friends, they are diehard Office fans. Like, they're just like, it's the best show I've ever seen. And I'm just like, I like it. But, like, honestly, like, it's not really on my top. Like if it's on, I'll watch it. And I do think that they have some absolutely hilarious cold opens. Mm-hmm. Um, but as a whole, I think there's a lot better episodes. And in terms of like the documentary style, I am very partial to Parks and Rec. Everyone who knows oh, me yeah. that. Like I love Parks and Rec. So for me, The Office is just kind of like an okay show. And the fact that like I can't get to the ending, even though I know the ending is good. Like everyone has told me the last episode is really good. I just felt like it it needed to be on this list. Yeah, me too. But that's just one person's opinion. Last comments. <laughs> I feel like Ryan was the least opinionated on this one this time. I I, I think it's like the least offensive. Out of <laughs> yeah, I, I agree with you. I do. Yeah, agree. out of the ones on this yeah. list, this one is kind of just whatever. Can I can I bring up a sidebar real quick? Absolutely. Oh, sure. Because I don't know if you guys have watched these shows. I'm gonna make this quick. Yeah, uh, do two it. I just want to bring up real quick that deserve it. Uh, Gossip Girl. I wasted a year of my life on that show. Oh, yeah. Of an ex of mine, love that show, and it is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> and like, I was invested. I was like, I want to know who Gossip Girl is. Who is it? Give me the details. And yeah, it was stupid. And Smallville. I hated how Smallville ended. Uh, how did Smallville end? Him like opening up his shirt and you see the Superman ass, but nothing's really resolved or anything. It kind oh, of so just, he like, just wraps... like reveals his identity. That's it. No, it's like he never really fully becomes Superman until like the very last moments oh, of okay. Smallville. Like that's basically how the show ends. He's running off a roof in slow motion, and you see the S, and you're like, "That's all we get." That's okay. Like interesting. All okay. right, and I think it was on the WB. Both of those shows were. Yeah, they yeah. were on the WB. Mm-hmm. I never I heard that. really great things about Smallville. It starts off strong. It starts off strong and loses speed very quickly. I think that the guy that they had playing, you know, the Superman character, I think that he was a really good, like, casting for it. Like, I think that oh, he yeah. has a really good, like, Superman look. He was in Cheaper by the Dozen as well. So I'm just kind of like, every time I saw him, I'm just like, hey, he's the guy for Smallville. Yeah. No idea never seen either of those shows i do know what those shows are but i never watched either i cannot cannot rewatch gossip girl (laughs) i'm with ryan i think that like if you're watching it you're kind of in a little bit of a twisted place i think because i feel like that show just hurts you to watch it's a it's an awful show it really Mm -hmm. is um but when you it's one of those shows where you get madder by the second yeah. And you're just like why and it's like one of those things where your partner's like let's watch this i don't know about your guys's partners because that'd be kind of <laughs> my partner did not tell me <laughs> yeah i don't think aaron would ever be like hey let's watch gossip girl i'd be like aaron, what's going on bud you need to talk but like it's one of those shows where you're like i knew nothing about it going into it so i was like oh this is mm. dumb fun and it's just like this is stupid i'm like and it's just like okay maybe the ending is going to be good maybe the reveal because you know what, CW, WB, sometimes they have some good twists in their shows. So you're like, 
okay, maybe this is going to be good. And this it was like, pretty dumb. Yeah. What was the ending? Like, what was so dumb about well, it? Well, so, like, as you can probably imagine, well, maybe if you know anything about Gossip Girl, is that Gossip Girl, like, the name refers to a pen name for, like, kind of like a high school gossip columnist almost. Like, is she kind the of the same, con- like, concept as Pretty Little Liars with A? I mean, I haven't seen Pretty Little Liars, so I can't, like, really uh, comment okay, on sorry. it. Yeah, okay. kind of. Okay, also sorry. Also a bad series finale. But yeah, so, like, go on. you know, all the characters go to this really fancy, like, prep school, which is just, you know, a cesspool of, like, human jerks. Okay. <laughs> They're just the worst people ever. Sure. And... Like, the whole thing is that, like, Gossip Girl, she, like, sends out, like, blasts on people, basically just, like, ragging on them. Okay. And it kind of, like, chronicles, really, like, the lives, like, of this group of people. And the whole thing at the end is you find out who Gossip Girl is. Okay. Which, it was, like, the stupidest thing. They made a dumb choice, I feel. What was it the was choice? Dan. Who's Dan? It was Dan. It was a dude. So, okay. No sense. So, he wrote... Okay, so Dan is basically the poor boy character okay like the it's a whole rags to riches sort of story okay but like he's in love with Blake Lively's character which I know no it's Blake Lively so there's that mm-hmm. so he's like in love with her and he's gossip girl so what he does is like he kind of writes himself into the story so then he like gets involved with her and that of course makes him involved with all the friends and whatever so like that's how like his life with him and his sister because his sister like was kind of okay in the beginning but then turned into like a raging psychopath like during the whole thing because popular it's basically like a commentary a little bit of popularity and like high school clicks and stuff Mm -hmm. it just hurts to watch really Mm. like it makes you just upset speaking (laughs) of no thank you but um really fast i have two side comments really really fast first one did you guys ever hear or watch the show called the bad girls club no i mean i've heard of it but i haven't seen it oh okay well that's the one where they all fight in the house i don't know i've never seen it the only reason i brought it up is because i remember like one time i was talking to somebody in one of my college courses and they like leaned over and they're just like do you watch the bad girls club? And I was like, no. And they're like, you look exactly like one of the characters. And I was just like, I don't know who that is. I think but... it's a reality TV show. Yeah. I don't know. About, but... about a bunch of girls. It's kind of like almost Jersey Shore-esque in the sense of like, they're always beating on each other, like actually and physically like beating on each other. Ew. I hate that I'm affiliated then. Anyway, that was my first comment. Second comment. Um, that whole story you were saying how like the, uh, the gossip girl ended up being like a guy and like, twist whatever that actually reminds me of this like ted talk i was listening to yesterday for one of my assignments for class um and this is kind of like a sad story but it was really interesting because i was just like i can't believe this actually happened but it was this woman who she is like advocating for um like people who ex- who like their kids experience bullying because like her daughter was bullied in school like from like the earliest of ages like when she was in kindergarten she was being bullied all the way up through like eighth grade until finally they're just like okay we're gonna switch her schools because like this is outrageous like she's just being like bullied up the wazoo and so they switch her schools and at her new school she's like doing really well and everything's going great and she's making friends and then at the time like that's when like myspace was really big so then she was just like oh mom i need to get myspace like this is this and her mom's like okay but like i'm gonna monitor it i know and so like she got a myspace and 
there was like this kid who was named like Josh Evans or whatever, who like friended her. And she was like, oh, he's so cute. He said that, da, 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 da. So she's like having this whole relationship with this kid. And he's like telling her, you're so brute, you're so beautiful. You're so great. You're so da, 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 whatever. And then a few weeks after he like totally 180s and he's just like, no, like, I don't ever want to talk to you again. You're so mean. You're so blah, like just going off on her. Right. And so she's like breaking down crying. She's like, why, what are you talking about? Like, da, da, da. And then her mom is just like, Megan or whatever her name is she's just like Megan like you can't like let these people get to you like you gotta just like let it go like don't get into a verbal altercation like just you know like they're gonna say mean things and you just have to let it go and so then her her like kid gets all upset and she like runs upstairs and then 20 minutes later her mom like goes and checks on her and she had hung herself in her closet committing suicide like she died and ultimately they find out that that Josh Evans was actually a mom of her like best friend since they were four years old who lived like a few houses down the street and she had created the profile because she heard that that girl was talking behind like talking bad behind the back of her friends like talking bad about her and so like she thought that this was like a good way to get revenge on her the mom isn't that out of this world out of this world disgusting yeah i I wish i could say it was out of this world but it's so common and i feel like we're going into a different totally different i know we're going into a different topic here (laughs) but yeah it's just yeah it's sick catfishing is like a real deal like i know a lot of people used to catfish with my sister's picture back in the day and she would get like people messaging her being like diana what are you doing and she's just like what you know (laughs) like things like that and like there's like you know like a person had a relationship with my sister ultimately to be like who are you and she's just like who are you you know it's like gross i wish must you would be- use my pictures to catfish <laughs> honored. oh my gosh anyway let yeah we can save catfishing for a whole podcast on its own but anyways so we have two more listed here i personally don't have any commentary on the next two they're both mine they're both alex's i don't know if ryan's seen them and can comment on it but the first one is Game of Thrones. Well, I'm going to save that one for last because I feel like that one is pretty problematic for a lot of people. So I'll just save that one for last so we can end on a good note, I guess. Okay, sure. So then before that, you have Seinfeld listed. Right. So Ryan, have you ever watched Seinfeld? I, I watched like an episode or two. It just wasn't, I think the same time I got into Seinfeld, Always Sunny in Philadelphia was a thing. And it's mm. basically just mm. the same thing, but the people are worse. <laughs> Yeah, no, so, yeah. like, my whole thing, like, Seinfeld is on this list for me, because, like, one, like, this is something that my family would watch together, like, ever since I was little, mm-hmm. which, you know, should I have been watching it when I was young? Maybe, maybe not, but, like, it was, like, going on since before I was born, really, I think, like, early 90s it started, but anyway, mm-hmm. so, basically about, like, this squad of four people and it was essentially just about like a comedian's like daily life sort of deal like Jerry Seinfeld like played himself Jerry Seinfeld Mm -hmm. with his friends it was just like basically about all their lives and it was a really funny show for me and for my family like that's something that we enjoyed watching together so for me it had a lot of sentimental value sure and it had a pretty long run like nine seasons I think and true as ryan pointed out like the characters they're not really that great of people like they're kind of scummy a little bit definitely not as scummy as the characters in it's always sunny (laughs) because that's like a whole different extreme but the way that seinfeld ended i just felt like 
Well, one, I guess I understand of how you could really like end a show that's essentially about nothing. So basically how it ends is that like they were on a plane, like NBC was sending, because they ended up like Jerry ends up having like his own like TV show, mm-hmm. basically like a parody off of the TV show that we were watching. So it was called Jerry. It was essentially Seinfeld. And like they ended up the TV network, which was NBC, ended up like flying them somewhere and the plane almost goes down. And like they're having like this whole like moment where like, oh, we're gonna die, whatever. So they end up being fine, but they had to make an alert emergency landing somewhere on the East Coast. Mm-hmm. I don't remember where it was specifically. But basically what happens is they end up watching someone like getting robbed, but they don't do anything to stop it. Mm. But you know, is I feel like a typical like New Yorker sort of deal, or like that's how like they were betraying it. Yeah. But like in this area where they were at, there was something called the Good Samaritan Law, where you're like lawfully obligated to help someone in trouble. So basically, they got put on trial in this place for being bad people, and like they brought back like all these different people from the show, like all these big names and stuff, to basically like as witnesses in their trial of them being bad people and basically the show ends with them all getting sent to prison oh god and that's just how it ends and like jerry does like a a stand-up act in jail oh god that's awful and i'm just kind of like why did it why did he make this choice why did it end this way i don't really understand why they all had to go to prison because it's not like they even showed anything like oh afterwards like they all get out or whatever it's just that, like, the last thing of them is, like, they all are, are put in a holding cell after the uh, trial. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Dang, then, like, that's, that's a wild ending. Like, that's something I did not foresee you were going to say. Yeah. And, wow. like, to this day, I'm just kind of like, I don't know why you made this decision. It's really annoying to me that this is the way that it ended. It just doesn't make any sense to me. But anyway, I don't feel like a ton of people would really relate to that because I feel like Seinfeld isn't really something that people our age are into. Yeah, I mean, if you, yeah, I was the, never interested in it. It wasn't funny to me. The comparable show that was on basically at the exact same time was Friends. Love. So if you're our age, you're probably more into Friends than you are into Seinfeld. Definitely in love with Friends. Anyway, right. <laughs> okay, Alex. So, so moving on to the last one. Big one. Okay, the big one that I feel like a lot of people would relate to is Game of Thrones. That Which ended, I haven't seen, so it was so horrendous. <laughs> Have you seen it, Ryan? No. Yeah, I waited a long time because I was like, either they're gonna keep up this momentum or they're gonna mess up so badly that everyone's going to be really mad. So I'm going to wait this out. Like, I think by the time, like, because I, I will, like, at my performing arts school, everybody talked about how great Game of Thrones was. I was like, mm-hmm. I'm sure it's fine. I'm sure they actually, I'm not a big fantasy person. Mm-hmm. So that's already, like, a point against it. Mm-hmm. But, like, by the time it was already in its last season, I was like, okay, this could go one of two ways. Either I have a whole show I could watch now that's really good, or they're going to mess it up really bad. And, and you didn't waste your time. It exactly and so moral of the story is i didn't waste my time (laughs) that's how i feel too ryan i had a lot of friends and when i say a lot of friends i mean every single friend i have minus ryan i guess telling me (laughs) that i needed to watch game of thrones for years um and i actually watched the first episode and i was like i can't take it because it's too triggering and painful to see like 
the desecration of like the female like I really hated that first episode and how I felt like what's her, Daenerys or whatever her name is was like being treated and like being forced to like marry this guy and like I just hated it like it just made me feel wrong and everyone was just like no no no, you have to stick with it because she gets so awesome and she turns into this really powerful character and da, 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 da. and I was like well I guess maybe and then I go to hear that like at the ending she totally like 180s and like sucks again so- I'm like why am I gonna watch this there's a lot to unpack there and what you just said there really is So I will grant you like 100% that it can be very difficult to watch at times, especially Mm -hmm. since like, I they try to make it, you know, typical of that period where, you know, men are very like dominant, whatever. And like women's role is like this, but they're very good at making very like repugnant, like morally repugnant characters that you truly loathe. Mm. Like you're wishing death upon them in a very real way. Like one of the... Like most controversial characters from that that show he he was a kid and his name is he that blonde kid joffrey yes hmm. and I've like seen that kid and like lost ryan i know i'm sure he's like seeing something go on um so like him for example he stopped acting after that show i think a part of it might have been because like his character was so hated mm-hmm. like i think like everyone i've ever talked to was just so happy when his character was killed off Mm. it's a really brutal show there's some really disgusting characters in it that you really like hate it's not even like love to hate it's like you hate them with every fiber of your being sure but like there's also some like really good like character development but like the whole thing from the beginning is you're waiting for winter to come so like the whole thing like the main one of the main families is um the Stark family so like Tony that's Stark? like no not at all the only Stark I care about <laughs> the... right, Ryan, am I right <laughs> no nah, you can force me to marry Jason Momoa anytime I'm fine with that <laughs> oh is that who it is yeah 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 uh, I don't I don't know anything <laughs> go on I'm sorry which by the way Amelia Clark and Jason Momoa are really cute like friends like after the show like they still call each other like their nicknames from the show and it's like really adorable but anyway all that aside so basically like you spend all this time like investing into the show I mean it was eight seasons 10 episodes each but like each episode was you know the typical HBO hour-long sort of deal and Mm -hmm. some of them in the last season were even longer Mm mm-hmm And, like, it was really exciting when you got to, like, the last two seasons because finally, after all this time of all these characters being separated from each other, like, characters that I'd never met before, that you've been watching their journey this whole time, they're finally getting together and meeting, and this all this really cool stuff. And Daenerys, Danny, like, she was finally, like, on her way from being, you know, who she was in the first episode, which was, like, you know, everything, life was doing her dirty, And then to the end of, like, she's looking like she's going to be the next queen, you know, of the whole realm sort of deal. And basically, they How I Met Your Mother did, where they undid all the character development. Like, because at that point, Jon Snow and Daenerys were, like, an item, Mm -hmm. which was kind of gross in its own right, because really and truly, they were, like, aunt and nephew, which you didn't know until, like, towards the end. Ew. Yes, there's a lot of gross things in that show. That's I not thought the Daenerys first, like, first got with Jason Momoa. Well, Jason Momoa died pretty quick, so. 
awkward. There's, okay. the, I think that like, Wait, is he a Dothraki dude? Yeah. The only thing I know, like literally the only thing I know about this show are things I hear from other shows. And there's like a part in Parks and Rec when like Donna was just like, have you seen those Dothraki dude? They can get it. And so that's the only thing I know. Sorry, continue. So like one thing that you need to know about Danny's character is that her dad was known as the Mad King. Like he was the previous king of like the whole land mm-hmm. and he kind of went crazy and one of the main characters, his name was Jamie, Jamie Lannister. He ended up killing Danny's dad. And uh, that's how she like got put in exile and all this whatever. So she finally, you know, goes back to take the whole throne basically from like the most evil woman ever. And they turn her crazy, essentially. They make her the Mad Queen and Jon Snow ends up having to kill her. Sick. And... Like, literally, my whole office, when, like, the first, like, the last season, like, started airing, like, we were so into it. Like, I was, like, co-chairing, like, a Game of Thrones death pool. Yeah. Like, betting money on, like, who dies that season. Mm-hmm. And really, because I, after each, because I was working on Sundays as well when that show aired. So, after every episode, I'd send out an email to everyone, like, giving them an update on, like, who's in the lead in the pool and whatever. Mm-hmm. And by the time, like, the finale happened... Like, I just sent the email. I'm just like, well, dot, dot, dot. That was what it was. <laughs> Here's the winner. And everyone like, yeah. was like, boo. Yeah, like, no, none of the characters' stories made sense anymore. Danny became the Mad Queen. Ja- Jamie uh, went back to being in love with his sister. Ew. His twin sister. Ew. So many reasons that that's wrong. They ended up dying together, which I'm just kind of like... Jamie was actually cool there for a second. Jon Snow was banished. Jon Snow's little brother-ish kind of person ended up being the king. None of it made sense. And everyone was so mad about it. Especially so since... Also, sorry, go ahead. Everyone loved that show so much. Like, just globally, people love that show so much. And then this ending happens and everyone was just like, what the heck? So ultimately, maybe I missed it when you were talking, but like, what, like, winter was coming. Like, what did that mean? Oh, right. Sorry. Um, so there was a character that was called the Night King. So basically, he's like a snow zombie. And a the whole Yeti? thing, kind of, but okay. not really at all. So the whole thing was that like the Stark family was preparing for winter to come, mm-hmm. which means the Night King like coming from because they live in like this frozen tundra area, basically. And, like, there's an even, like, colder, like, area where the Night King, like, resides and whatever. And he was building up, like, his forces of dead zombie ice things. Okay. And, like, the whole thing that Jon Snow was trying to do, like, after a certain point was, like, hey, the Night King's actually real and he's coming. So I need to round up everyone else in our kingdom real quick. Stop fighting amongst yourselves. We need to unite against the Night King because the Night King's going to kill everyone. And to me, like, an internal winter and all this, whatever. So, like, the Night King ends up dying, like, in the most baller way, actually. Like, it was really cool. Like, they did that actually very well. And, yeah, so, like, up to a certain point in the last season, like, up till when the Night King died, it was actually pretty cool. But then afterwards, the entire thing just fell apart. Mm. I just, well, just want to let the people know who are listening right now me and dre have the same confused look 
that we have when Alex was talking about Animal Crossing. We have no idea. Me and I was like, about. "Wait, what's this? And who are these people? And Dothraki? What?" It's really like there's so there's so much to explain in that show that you just like couldn't even get into it. But anyone who's a fan of the show, like an actual like steady fan, mm-hmm. would agree with me. That yeah, yeah, yeah. The ending of this thing was the most atrocious thing ever, and they'd probably be just like as passionate about it as we are about how I met your mother being horrible. I'm sure like everyone I know is like the ending of Game of Thrones is awful and this is this. And like, I feel like I wish I could relate. Like I wish I watched it and knew, but at the same time I don't and I'm happy I didn't. <laughs> I think that it's probably okay that you don't watch it. Cause I feel like if you watched it, you'd get stressed out by it, to be honest. 100%. I'm very easily stressed. Like and the, I don't uh, feel like it's worth this it. This show sent set a precedent, I think, for no character is safe, even if they're a main character. Mm-hmm. Everyone is on the chopping block. Everyone gets to die. No, yeah, I get, yeah. like, sick attachments to characters. I can't do that. Yeah, Drake gets spooked easily. She's very spooked. <laughs> what? <laughs> she gets stressed, spooked. Well, the thing is that, okay, like, I don't know if Ryan's referring to this, but Ryan always spooks me because he is the most silent little mouse I've ever seen in my entire <laughs> life. And he'll just pop out in random corners where, like, I'm not expecting him. And I'm just like, Lord in heaven. Every Sometimes single time, every single time his little face pops up and I'm just like, holy hell, my heart. <laughs> I, I think the thing for me with Game of Thrones, like, I would hear how great the acting is. And like all that stuff. And I'm sure it is on the show. But every time I've seen somebody outside of Game of Thrones has not been that impressive to me too. So I feel like that has to do with it too. For me you mean personally. like the actors outside of it? Yeah, the actors like outside of Game of Thrones. I'm sure, I forgot who I was talking to about this today. I was talking to one of my coworkers about this. But like there's certain actors who are so good for a role that after everything else they do, it just... They, I think they just most of them just kind of got lucky because I've never seen any of them in anything else that I like. What about what about what's his face, the the short guy? Oh, um, oh, but I I knew about him since like Elf. Okay, well, what about He's what really about funny. what about Sophie Turner? She's cute. I like she hasn't blown me away. Yeah, I'm not really in love with anything Very that she's funny. done. Otherwise, I like Amelia Clark as like a comedic actress. Actually, I think she could be pretty funny. I think that Jason Momoa is doing okay as an actor. Yeah, I Jason think he's Momoa's, hot. Yeah. Yeah, I would eat yeah. like a bowl of cereal off his chest. Yeah, most definitely. <laughs> like I he can he can do whatever he wants to me and like I will be like praising my Jesus, but in terms of his acting ability, <laughs> in terms of his acting ability, I don't know that I think he's amazing. Like I didn't think he was that good in Aquaman. Like I kind of fell asleep in that movie. Yeah, I mean, the only one that I'd say, like, is a strong actor outside of it would be Sean Bean, because he's in the first season. He's, like, a main player in the first season, but also, like, he's only in the first season. Who's Sean Bean? And all- he plays the Rings. Boromir. Oh, he's in it? That's his name? I don't know. Yeah, that's his name. His name's Sean Bean. So, like, he's a pretty big actor outside of that, but he was also a bigger actor before all right. that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like totally get that you know funny when you were explaining the ending and like kind of the plot of game of thrones There's i was so much to explain man just envisioning lord of the rings like i was just envisioning those characters and like them doing what you're saying like that was how i was like picturing it for some reason 
And really to just to put like the final like crossing the T's dotting the I's of like this upsetting episode of like bad things is that I broke another nail. Oh my god. <laughs> and I found it and it's like right at the nail bed too. So I'm just kind of mm. like I just cut all my nails to be the same length. It's dunzo. And I broke a nail. It's dunzo. Which yeah, is this, like this was an upsetting episode. To round us out, why don't we all choose which one we think is the most upsetting, like worst last episode? How much better? One hundred percent, always. Ryan, what do you think? Uh, I feel like just because of how it destroyed the rest of the series, probably how I met your mother. Hmm. For me, I it's I mean it's an easy answer to say how I met your mother because like obviously we like opened the podcast with how much we hate it. But ultimately I actually think that the worst one was Scrubs because it really just soiled the most perfect series for me. But like I can still rewatch it, but I just feel like that season nine is like the ultimate worst season I've ever seen. I told I've told Drea before, I believe that like I like watching Scrubs rewatching scrubs up to a certain point but then I feel the weight of the ending like coming towards me and like season nine coming towards me I'm just like I want to stay far away from it yeah I just so always just, like stay back here yeah but I'm, I'm sure like no I'm sure if I were to watch the season finale to season eight I could mm-hmm. still cry totally the entire time totally season eight's amazing and that's why I feel like my choice is scrubs because the season eight finale is the most beautiful ending ever and why why did they have to ruin it yeah but anyway okay guys that was our finally like long anticipated follow-up to our episode one worst movie endings um i hope you guys enjoyed it message us comment on our instagram post on what tv shows you think have the worst endings and we'll talk on there take care guys (music) 